What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. And I'm Robert Parker. And this is PWCA, or what's it stand for, Robert? Podcast without a cool acronym. Yes, it does. This is where it's all face and verb all the time, and this is episode... I can't count. This 14. Episode 14. <laughs> uh, episode 14, ready for the Bettys. Uh, this is this is a very interesting one to talk about because it came out like a very interesting point in this in this first season. So, Robert, what's what's the setup? So, ready for the Bettys? It starts with Candace and her best friend Stacy uh, in their room, just kind of like being obsessed over this band called the Bettys, which are essentially uh, which is- the Spice Girls minus two. Yeah, it's basically just this, like, rock band, uh, and they decide that, uh, they hear on the radio that if you're the 444th and 44th's caller, uh, you can, uh, win a contest to spend the day with the Bettys and hang out on their tour bus and their concert and all that kind of stuff. So they call, they win, uh, and they go on the bus, and that's Candace's plot. This is actually the first episode that really has, like... A Candace-heavy plot. A Candace plot, yeah, so... Uh, traditionally of the boys' plot and the Perry and Doof plot and the Candace's plot is intertwined with the boys' plot. This one is a little bit separated. It's more like the Perry Doof plot is wrapped in with the boys' plot and Candace is a little bit separate, which yeah, is a new is, change of pace. Yeah, this is and especially a big change of pace when we get to the actual boys' plot when that, when that goes down. So, uh, well, first first of all, yeah, uh, Stacy and Candace leave for the day. <laughs> they're, one, they're going on the Betty's tour bus and they're like, oh, I bet the tour bus driver is going to be like this really like this really spaced out rocker and he's just not no he's just a guy named dennis yeah it's funny (laughs) we're just like they got they got just like a pig yeah it's they have a pig as a mascot because uh what is it like it's It's, like um study shows the most popular thing for girls in your age group yeah girls your age think that's really cool which i mean that's kind of true yeah, people but, think like, weird stuff is cool. That's like, true. Like, but, like, just in, like, general, like, teacup pigs are, like, huge now. Oh, that's a big thing, yeah. Or, like, pet, like pet pigs. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so, yeah, really Kenneth like and Stacy. Kenneth and Stacy meet Dennis, they meet Sir Bacon the pig, uh, and then they realize that the bus is like a gigantic like mess, they call it a pigsty, uh, and then they see the Bettys, who are like playing a little bit of music, jamming out a little bit, uh, their lead singer Crash, uh, they kind of... The, Candace and Stacy walk up and introduce themselves, and they are clearly, like, crazed, star-studded fans. Uh, and Crash, uh, the lead singer, she um, she kind of takes advantage of Candace and Stacy. She uh, convinces oh, not kinda, them. Oh, they like, very much take advantage of Candace yeah, and Stacey. Yeah, they, they kind of, they say that they're going to ask Stacy and Candace to, you know, quote, help them write a song, but really they're just, like, making them do chores. No, yeah, because they, they have them, like, clean, clean up the bus inside and out while the bus is still moving. <laughs> Uh, they have them like read and answer fan mail, which it's a weird thing. It's a weird moment when Candace finds a letter that actually came from her. Yeah, yeah. She, they they go through the fan mail and the Bettys are just like basically open up every letter and just shred it right away. Yeah. Uh, what, which, why even bother opening the letters? Why not just shred them? Yeah, right. That offends Candace, rightfully so. Yeah, why, rightfully so. Now, I, I'd be offended in the same spot. But, uh, yeah, they find out that this is, like, kind of, like, in the lesson of kind of, like, don't meet your heroes type of thing, which yeah, is actually exactly. a fairly deep thing they try to, they try to tackle. Yeah, it's one. a really mature theme. Yeah. But anyway, let's, let's, cut back to, let's cut back to the goofy cartoon stuff. Let's go talk about Face and Fur. Yeah. Because they're trying to figure out what, the, what they're going to do today. And through a weird set of circumstances, they end up in Perry's lair. 
Yeah, they, they're trying to figure out what to do, and Phineas presses his hand on the tree, and it pushes, pushes in the uh, secret panel, and they go down the tube. Uh, Phineas is convinced that Fur built all of this as, like, a, a, a secret spy mission for them to be doing. Monogram is there, calls him Agent P, you know, P for Phineas. And it's funny, the whole, uh, the whole time, the whole time, first should be like, actually, it's probably at this point the most we ever hear Ferb say, up to this point. Yeah. Where the whole point. time he's going, like, actually, I didn't... He's trying to tell me, he's like, I didn't do this. Yeah, <laughs> he, no, I actually, yeah, I didn't do this. Um, so, yeah, Perry and... Uh, or, excuse me, Phineas and Ferb get into the Perry mobile, the Perry's jet, and uh, they fly away via the autopilot. Yeah, and then well, Perry, it's, it's Perry, already programmed for where they're, where they're supposed to go. Yep, yeah, uh, it's... They go instantly to do uh, Doof's Lair, which is, like, on the side of a mountain... Uh, and then Perry shows up, and Monogram's like, "Oh crap! Uh, go protect the boys. Stop Doofenshmirtz." Yeah, and it's like so Perry has to get Doofenshmirtz before they do, and <laughs> so what happens? He gets there, takes down Doofenshmirtz. He doesn't even give him time to explain the plan. Not at all. Instantly takes him down, and he always goes for the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's so like always go for the nose. Why? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, like he shows him in a cl- he shows him in a closet, and it's funny because like we don't it's the first time we don't know what what his plot is. We don't know what his innator does. Yeah, we we don't know at all. He's got an automatic tennis ball server. Yeah, uh, <laughs> for, for some, some reason. reason. Uh, but anyway, so we find well, we don't know what exactly this innator was supposed to do, but we find out that it crap. What 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 did, what did this one do? Uh, literally, it shoots and destroys a bridge uh, That's in front right. of the tour bus. Um, so we kind of have to go back to Candace's plot. But basically, yeah, Phineas and Ferb show up at Doof's lair. Uh, they don't meet Doof or anything. Perry kind of takes him out. Yeah, the guy's in the closet puts a mop in his mouth. Yeah, exactly. And then um, they we go back to Candace and Stacy, who are cleaning up the bus, doing fan mail, uh, cleaning the outside of the bus. They almost get killed because they're hanging on the outside of the bus. And uh, the Bettys are like, oh, now you get to clean the toilets. And Candace kind of, like, yeah, calls just, him out. He's like, what? And then Stacey's just like, yay, toilets. Yeah, exactly. So they – Candace calls him out for, like, uh, not being good to their fans. You know, your fans should be what inspires you to make music. Um, and the girl – the girls of the band kind of – they come and apologize to Candace. They, like, improv a little song – and then uh, the bridge in front of them gets taken out by Doofenshmirtz as an aider. I think it's literally just called the Destructinator this episode. Probably, um, if, it, if it even gets a name at all. Yeah, I, I think it is called a Destructinator. So it just destroys uh, a piece of the bridge that's in front of them. So uh, they drive off, and Phineas and Ferb get back in the jet, and they uh, like try to use a tractor beam to bring the bus back up, uh, yeah, but, because but they realize now working. that they're... They realize oh, oh, that yeah, their the mission is to save Candace. To save Candace. That's a basic thing the whole mission is. So they get back in the in the hover glider to try to pull up the bus. It's not working, but it works when Perry's on the bottom of the bus pushing it up. Yeah, Perry gets in his vehicle, uh, gets on the bottom, pushes it up. They save the bus. Uh, the Bettys credit Candace with saving their lives. Which and how? Like, yeah, right? Like, how did that work? And the Bettys are basically like, here, to repay you uh, for, like, us being rude and also you saving our lives, let's have you and Stacey, like, sing with us on stage, just because. And he also is like, all right, you can go clean my house, clean my house for, for a week. Yeah, and they all laugh, laugh and Candace just goes, I'm serious. I'm not here, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cleaning your entire bus 
while it was moving. Then it gets yeah. another turn. Uh, uh, so, yeah, anyway, so yeah, but uh, yeah, Phineas and Ferb head they they head out, and this episode couldn't finish without a what you doing. So they somehow land in Isabella's pool. Yeah, Perry Perry catches them in a tractor beam and dumps them out of his hover glider. Yeah, which I do, <laughs> I do love the line he gives. He's just like, seriously, Phineas, what are you doing? He's like, that my friend is classified information. Yeah, Good. he kind of does it as like a, an almost a Connery accent. Yeah, I, he uses I, like classified. Classified, classified information. Yeah, so there's definitely a Bond like sort of reference there. Um, which, yeah, which, then, I, which, I'm sure, which I'm sure Isabella wouldn't mind if he wanted to turn on the Jane, the James Bond charm. Not at all. I'm sure it works for her. I'm sure it works. Um, <laughs> so then, yeah, we shift back to the Betty's concert where Candace and Stacey. Oh, well, we should we should mention how. Uh, Doof just left Perry. Oh yeah, Perry yeah, left yeah, yeah. Doof behind with a tennis with the tennis ball over now full of mops. Yeah. <laughs> which I do like live where like it's like shooting mouth. I'm like curse Perry. The, uh, every time he tries to finish it, yeah, another curse mop. you, Perry the platoon. Yeah, curse <laughs> you, Perry the platoon. And he's like, why did I buy so many mops? <laughs> yeah, just continually shooting mops into his mouth. Yeah, but uh, you know, so yeah, they cut back to you know, Phineas trying to tell his mom's like, you know, yo. Ferb set up this whole like spy plot, and Ferb's like, "You know what? Forget it. I give. I give up. I'm not trying to explain this anymore." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, then we get to the end song. Yeah. Then we get to the song, probably the latest in any episode thus far, uh, which is "Get Ready for the Bettys." They're at yeah. the Bettys concert, this gigantic rock stadium, um, and yeah, they sing their song, just called "Get Ready for the Bettys." It's kind of repetitive. It's I mean, it's like a rock song. Like, it's not special. I think this is one of the more lackluster songs that we've had recently. I mean, I mean, it's it's catchy. I just think this the other songs have more work put into them. That's a hundred. Yeah, that's very true. Now this one isn't bad, and I think I think the whole like repetitiveness is kind of kind of like the point was because like these are clear. It's clearly like Spice Girls meets mm-hmm. like girl glamour rock. It's actually, it is very clear, like Spice Girls parody. So I think, I think like the whole repetitive nature was, I think it's kind of intentional in this case. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's it for uh, Ready for the Bettys. Uh, Roberts, what do you rate episode one out of five, one to five parries? Uh, this is gonna be a three parries for me. Um, it's good. Uh, it's a little bit innovative as far as Candace definitely taking center stage, um, but. Yeah, the Doof stuff isn't super memorable, and the song is all right. Yeah, I, I'm um, I'm with you on that. I think two and a half. I'm teetering between two and a half to three because I do like the whole. I do I do like Fanny the first plot in this one a good yeah. a fair amount because uh, just just uh, the comedic hoops I have to jump through to you know make this all work out and just like you know the continued theme of Fanny's obliviousness. Mm-hmm, which definitely, is, a, which yeah. is a big thing in this show, so I think I'll lean slightly towards two because I like that stuff enough sure. to get it there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, definitely, uh, de- definitely one of the more like substandard episodes. Yeah, definitely. So that's it, Robert. You want to give your plugs? Yeah, sure. You can find me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at rbrtprkr98. That's my first and last name, no vowels plus a year. You can find me doing admin hosting duties on Take Three Productions' YouTube channel. Uh, admin hosting and question writing duties at Full Metal Trivia YouTube channel, specifically Full Metal Geek. And you can find me as the trivia champion at Multiplex Entertainment and Full Metal Trivia. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Chance underscore ninety one. Check out my personal YouTube channel, Chance the Critic. Uh, check out my other podcasts, uh, Notorious by Chance. Oh, I forgot the other names. Notorious by Chance and si- Serious Study, which will be launching very soon. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time for Ice Cream, You Scream. Ah! Ah! Uh.